Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name is Tyson Sharp and after coaching hundreds of online entrepreneurs, it became very clear that the vast majority were looking to grow a successful business unconsciously as a solution to feel enough, to feel worthy, to even feel safe and secure. And so it's in this podcast where we face those internal challenges head on and we do it through self-connection, we do it through elevated consciousness and heartfelt courage so that you can learn how to build a successful and aligned business simply as a byproduct of your personal awakening. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. Well, hello and welcome back. I'm a little bit hungry because I'm doing about a 20, 24 hour fast. So if I sound cranky, you definitely know why. Uh, it's it's a rainy, cold day here in Melbourne, so I'm rugged up with a lot of blankets and a lot of a lot of hot tea, just so I can chill and I can do this episode because I just did a live Facebook live in a group. I'm going to do a post as well on my page about this concept, this concept that may be affecting you if you know just enough metaphysics for you to be dangerous for you to be actually harming the quality of your life rather than using it as a tool to enhance, to feel how you want to feel, to manifest what you want to manifest, and of course, to create the difference you're here to create. And the reason why I think this is, is because a lot of people are now starting to become aware that how they interact with this physical world in terms of their thoughts, their beliefs, their emotions, their actions is what's going to manifest a particular reality for them, right? Is that reality something that you really want? Is it something that's really in your expansion or are you stuck in a place? The reason why I think most people are stuck is because what I think is what they're trying to visualize, they think that's the thing that they need to manifest. Let me explain this. When you visualize, when you're in meditation, you're eliciting a particular response because of what you visualize. Now, how do you know that's in your best interest? Because when you're visualizing, you're using almost like your lower mind. Because you're, you're visualizing something, you're trying to picture something uh, based on what it is you think that you want, right? More money, more uh, a better relationship, better health, you know, better circumstances, whatever it may be. The question is, how do you know that? How do you know that's in your highest alignment? And the question is, you don't. And some at, at some level, you can see that you might be like a a little uh, five-year-old that's in kindergarten and when you ask them what they want, they say ice cream, <laughs> right? You ask them what they want for lunch, they say ice cream. What is it they want for dinner? Ice cream. Now, having a higher mind, you can see that that's not in, a, in the five-year-old's best interest <laughs> to necessarily eat ice cream all day, every day. In, but that's what they want. And imagine that being us now. 
In terms of what we want, we can only visualize from almost like our lower mind, the side of us that can only see a particular reality. And what we want might not be in our highest alignment. Sometimes it can be, but sometimes it might not. So most people are visualizing a different reality and thinking, that's what I need to manifest. If I manifest that, I'll feel happy. If I manifest that, then I'll finally feel enough. I'll finally feel loved. But then when that doesn't happen, they think something's wrong because they have just enough metaphysics knowledge to realize that they're creating their reality. Therefore, you go in the downward spiral. What I'm looking to do is open this up and share with you why you might be using some tools that may be harmful because you're not using them in a way that is the way they're developed, right? The way that they wholeheartedly are meant to be used. You're not using them fully, right? To the expression that they are beneficial. So here are the steps to sort of walk you through how you can use them fully instead of using them in a, in, a, in a half manner so they can be destructive. So number one, when you visualize something, when you visualize and you're very specific, right, about a particular, a particular amount of money you want, a particular business that you want to build, right, a particular relationship, an aspect of your health, the reason why you visualize that is because you use, you know, you use your lower mind to visualize it, but you, you do that specifically so you can elicit the emotional response, the emotional state that you want to feel. So what you want to feel may be in awe of life. What you may want to feel is unconditional love, wonder, right? Excitement, passion certain things in your life that you want to feel. And that's why you visualize. So it elicits that response, right? Now, here's what you can do from that place. Once you elicit the response, you can follow your excitement. You can take action on the things that feel the most exciting for you and the most expansive for you in that time. And therefore, you'll be you allow yourself to be guided by your higher mind. Your higher mind will give you some aspect of excitement and, and a feeling of expansion for those that you're willing to, for, for that in which you're willing to go down. That's meant to be your path, right? You're being guided, you're being pulled uh, towards a partic that particular purpose. Now, here's where most people can only can use this to a certain extent. And that is because they think when they take action after their visualization, that if they stay in the response of excitement and love and joy and gratitude, that what they visualize will come about. What I'm here to share is sometimes that is true. Sometimes what you do visualize will manifest specifically. Right, especially in the areas of synchronicities, right? Especially in the area of, uh, in the area of, 
of particular themes in your life, right? But here's what you can also realize is that your the higher your higher mind might have something else. Might have something else in play in play. And that is because you can only see from a particular limited perspective. But your higher mind might know a very a lot quicker way of getting there. And within that may be some lessons you need to learn. I'll give you an example. If you're on a raft and you're traveling down a stream, if that stream can be very cruisy, right? Or you can have some rapids. Now, if you are to go down the rapids and learn how to use the rapids and know how to use the rapids effectively, you can go down the stream at a quicker rate. And that might be some of the lessons that you need to learn. Now, in order for you to learn those lessons, for you to go down those rapids of life and use them effectively to get down the stream faster, you might need to manifest something that you didn't visualize initially. But if you stay in that state of awe, of wonder, of love, of gratitude, right, of excitement or passion, you can drop all of your expectation of what you think that should look like. So once you visualize, once you elicit that response, once you get that emotional state, you can drop all expectation of what needs to happen next. You can just drop that image, stay in that emotional state, and be in a and be in the knowing that no matter what happens next, it's going to be for your benefit. It's going to be for your benefit no matter what happens, whether it happens to your expectation or whether it doesn't. It's always happening for you. Right? Now this doesn't mean you can avoid sides of you to feel so that you can feel happy or or gratitude or love, right? We can still always feel those sides of us and that's exactly what you've learned in this podcast time and time again, right? But you can live with the emotional state of awe or wonder or love or whatever you want to feel no matter what happens outside of you. So I'll run through these steps and then I'll give you an example. One, visualize. Visualize what it is you want. Not so that thing will come about, but so that you can delegate to the universe what's meant to happen for your highest good because you've elicited the state from that visualization. So visualize is one. Two, follow that excitement. Follow the excitement and be in that state. Right? Be in the state of, of, of excitement, expansion, and take action based on that. Three is to drop expectation. Completely drop expectation of what that is meant to lead to, what it's meant to look like. And four is know the benefit. Know that you're benefiting from, from no matter what happens, right? Whether it be a higher level opportunity, it could be something that is 10 times bigger than what you've initially visualized. But it could also be a lesson that's just as beneficial, right? So feel that within yourself. And I'll give you an example of this, a clear example. I have a client who... When he, he, he's, he signed up with me and he was doing really, really well on Instagram, right? Made over seven figures on Instagram. And he, he 
came as a client for me because he was looking to explore something that was more towards his passion, more towards his heart's calling. One thing that was a, an obstacle for him was a huge tax bill that he had no clue how he was going to pay. He, it, it, he didn't know that this was a bill and it just snuck up, and, up on him and it was about $360,000 and he had no clue how he was going to pay it. And this was a huge burden in, in, in his life for months. So what he did was he signed up for coaching and he started implementing exactly what I talked about here. He started implementing the fact that he can be in an emotional state where he can basically separate himself from all the outcomes, right? And just know and trust that he's being guided to learn what he's meant to learn to love the sides of him he's meant to love, right? And so it was almost like you know, a few weeks went by and he basically accepted where he was. He was no longer in resistance to the tax bill. And also he, he specifically remembers when he decided it doesn't matter what happens next. I know it's, in, it's, go, it's going to work out for my good. It's almost like the next day he got a phone call from the IRS that said he doesn't have to pay it anymore. They said, oh, no, there was a mistake. Something happened and, um, and you don't have to pay this anymore. You just have to pay like a few hundred dollars in, in, some, uh, in some fees but basically we're waiving the tax bill and he could not believe it. He got on a coaching call with me uh, the next day and he was just blown away. The very moment he decided to delegate all of that and just go with the flow and learn the lessons along the way, it just went, it literally went away. Not only that, he remained in that state of awe, wonder, love, joy. The IRS called him back a few weeks later and said they owe him 90 grand. Nine zero, 90 grand. And he just was, he was just in shock. He couldn't believe it. And that is a clear example of what can happen. Now, what happened next? We started diving in deep on asking the question of what could this mean? What can you learn from this? And he dove in deep so much into himself that what he decided to do was separate himself even more from the things that he identified with. He identified with his money. He identified with his possessions. And what he decided to do was separate himself from that and say, you know what? I'm bigger than anything I have and I'm going to sell my house and sell my car. And that's exactly what he did. He, he put up his house uh, for sale. He has this big, he has this big uh, eight-bedroom house he's living with in him by himself. So I don't need external possessions. Who I am is so much more. That was the lesson. So he put up his house for sale. He started doing this, inner, this deep inner work, delegating it to the universe, saying whatever happens is meant to happen. Whatever happens is here to teach me something. And... A few circumstances came about where it wasn't actually, it didn't actually sell, but he was completely cool with it. And I said, what's in your highest excitement now? 
And he said, you know what? I think I actually want to go to Brazil, go to Carnival, and, uh, and just explore there uh, remaining sober. And I said, awesome. If that's in your expansion, man, go for it. And that's exactly what he did. He basically, he basically went there in order to explore himself because he wanted to drop some more identities. Right? He dropped his identity around his possessions, around his money. He wants to drop some identities on who, who he has to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a party environment. He followed his highest excitement. He followed his calling and dropped all expectations on the outcome. So that whatever happens is meant to happen. So what did he do? He broke his leg. While he was over in Brazil, he literally broke his leg in a freak accident that's never happened before. But he was in complete shock. He's like, he could not believe it. He was there to have a good time. He was there to, to explore himself. He was there to learn different lessons and he broke his leg. But one question still remained. What can this mean? What can I learn? What's the universe trying to show me? So he moves back home, moves back to the States. We get on a call. We're exploring this in depth. And he actually starts making the biggest breakthroughs of his life while he's in a cast, while he's not able to move, while he has to have other people looking after him 24-7. He has to have, you know, he has to have aid for getting up, getting dressed, going to the bathroom, all these things we take for granted but he said, I am more, I feel more free in this chair, in this wheelchair, than ever before. And why is that? He asked himself, what is the lesson here? He actually started breaking away the identity around what he needs to look like and the things he needs to do and his, uh, and his perception from everyone else, right? The ability to do his hair and look good in videos and photos and all those different things. He let go of all of that. And he just started feeling more and more free. A lot more free. A lot more tapped into who and who he really is. So what happens next? Not only is he reaching a lot of freedom because of his vulnerability. He started seeing the vulnerability in other people. Because he judged himself less, he started judging other people less. And he started becoming so much more present, so much more loving, unconditionally, in relationships, in circumstances, right, with, with family members, that he created this huge shift within himself. And so what happened? He was at the gym and... Uh, and, and going through and, and he's still going through rehab and doing all these different things. But he went to, he went to the gym and a, uh, and a lady was there who was Brazilian and struck up the conversation around what happened in her country. And she felt so bad. She, she, she just felt cold and, uh, and just wanted to, wanted to serve and help out how she could. They actually fell in love and turned out that was the love of his life. Which never would have happened if he didn't learn the lessons, if he didn't go overseas, if he didn't break his leg, if he didn't go through the tax stuff. All of this sort of unraveling of events led to him having the deepest experience and love of his life. 
because he followed his heart without expectation. He visualized something, and as he visualized it, he got that mental-emotional state. And because he had that mental-emotional state, he was able to follow his excitement, follow his passion, be on his path, drop all expectations of what that looks like, and receive the benefits from it. It was nothing like he thought it was going to be, but it was so much more rich, so much more fulfilling, so much more beneficial than anything he could have imagined. Anything he could have imagined. And the same is for you on the other side. The same is for you. When you leap, when you follow your heart, when you are in a space of just being connected with everything, if you drop expectations on what you think it should or shouldn't look like, and you ask yourself the question of what, how is this serving me? What are the lessons here that I'm meant to learn? And start appreciating that. Start appreciating when things don't turn out the way you think they should. Because there's a deeper lesson in there. And it's going to lead you to so much more than what you can visualize. So much more than what you can imagine. Because this life is just way too magical when you access those emotional states and when you don't place conditions on your heart's leap. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute, you might want to come join us over on the online Facebook community called Connect, Contribute, Collaborate. This is the community of heart-centered business owners who are all doing this internal work. We mastermind around the latest business topics. We collaborate with each other to grow as one. And we do what we can to assist some charities and worthy causes around the world. So head over to TysonCoaching.com where you can find the link to join. And if you know you want to dive in deep into this work yourself, sign up for the free transformational group coaching calls. Whether you want to uncover some unconscious patterns or shift those you're already aware of, or maybe even just benefiting from the live coaching of other members, there's always takeaways that lead to more peace and clearly more business success on the other end. Because I believe it's not what you learn here that's going to help you with your awakening, it's what you actually do with it. So if it feels like your expansion, jump over to TysonCoaching.com and I'll see you in the community. Take care now.